Hey, this is Reza. This is Sandy. Welcome to the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Thanks for stopping by. Welcome, everyone, to the 372nd episode of the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Reza, you, you're telling me that... Uh, Another big project, a home renovation project has come to a close. Yeah. I realized that I forgot to tell this, um, I don't know, a couple of weeks ago on the podcast now, but um, our kitchen is finally finished. We're finally back to fully operational, which is honestly, which honestly feels great. Um, yeah. yeah. So obviously we've talked about the journey for, honestly, it's crazy to me that it's been six months, but it goes back to, uh, or I guess technically five, but it goes back to just the start of January. So just after the new year, we had that leak in our kitchen, which um, which destroyed the flooring in about three quarters of our kitchen. And so, you know, shortly after they they demoed, um, they, you know, I say demo, but they really, they removed the counters, they removed the cabinets. Um, obviously they removed our sink and, and uh, stove with that. And um, it, it's been a five month long process to get back uh, uh, and, and fully operational. So it feels good. Uh, I will say that the the plumber, when the plumber came, we basically we all, the, so we got, we got our counters installed, um, and then we had to get the backsplash installed behind the counters. Um, and once that was done, we were able to hire the or or um, call the plumber and have him come. And basically, the the task was going to be to reconnect the water um, back for the kitchen sink, uh, as well as the dishwasher, and uh, reconnect the gas line for the for the stove. I was expecting like a two hour job. Sandy, this took all day. Like he was here for like eight hours. <laughs> really? And and he certainly charged for it for that amount of time. So he was a great guy, like super informative, explained everything. He was super thorough, super careful. I don't want to like I'm not trying to like criticize him or anything like that. Really just highlighting the fact that I was super wrong in in my estimate and assumption of how much or how long it was going to be. And therefore, very wrong on how much it was going to cost. But nevertheless, um, really enjoyed, really, uh, really uh, enjoyed like working or having him around just so that he can explain the various things that he was working on. Granted, that like added additional time. It's not like it added an, an additional six hours of time. So, yeah, it, it feels good to be able to do dishes in the kitchen once again. To so I'm not no longer using the utility sink. Uh, you know, we can load our dishwasher. We can actually use the dishwasher so dishes don't take anywhere near as long as they used to. And of course, to actually have a functioning stove so we're not doing all of our cooking in like crock pots and stuff. So yeah, that's wow. the uh, that's the update I wanted to make. Um, that was nice. like that was like two or three weeks ago at this point now, but I just realized I forgot to mention it on the podcast. So that's I mean, that's a big thing to get your kitchen back. Yeah, it really is. <laughs> I mean, I remember when it first happened. I called, um, I, I called the uh, Surf Pro the day after it happened, right? Or the day after we were we 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 realized that it happened after we got back from that trip to Florida, and I remember speaking to them like, okay, so like, how long is it going to be? Do you think like you know a week, two weeks, three? You know how long? Like realistically, how long could this take? And they're like, you right. know, it could be like it depends on the insurance company, but like you know things like this could be like three to four weeks, and. Um, very you know obviously we stopped working with with serve well i don't want to say obviously but for the people who were listening back then we stopped working with serve pro after they did the mitigation because it became very difficult to get it get a hold of them and actually start to organize and and plan the uh the reconstruction and that did allow us a lot of flexibility then with with regards to 
the material that we're using for the new counters um like we we changed the floor it's no longer wood floor but it's white tile we have white countertops instead of uh so it's white quartz countertop instead of the uh the original um uh what was it uh granite like a brownish goldish beigey um uh granite countertops it's it's now um much more white so yeah very excited very happy with how it looks now but damn it was a journey (laughs) damn it was certainly a journey yeah wow i couldn't like you know we we may be in a similar situation as as you were in when you started this rather soon um i'll be able to share more information there when it comes but i guess it's one of those things where you just don't know how long something is going to take until you sort of just like slowly trudge your way through it huh yeah yeah exactly yeah you and it's kind of crazy how quickly you just things get normalized and how you start to just deal or cope with what your situation is um you know like just doing the dishes in the laundry room for instance having like thankfully again that lena's mom had like literally just finished bleaching that thing out and just given like a hardcore scrubbing like Mm -hmm. literally right before we all went down to florida that's the last thing that she had done came back to like a nice clean utility sink that we were able to feel comfortable using for our dishes and stuff um of course that meant now that you know especially as we were starting to potty train gordon um all of his like soiled clothing and everything like that had to be done on like his tub or just elsewhere but anyway that's that's a different story it's yeah it it, it does it's it it's it feels nice (laughs) it definitely feels nice like you feel you feel like you can be part of the conversation you can you can like we don't have the tarps up anymore so like the the family room tv can be on and people can be hanging out in the family room and you can actually interact with them when you're in the kitchen so um you know, if you're making Gordon's breakfast, for instance, he can be hanging out in the family room or he can be in his playroom and you can actually see him or he can see you. So, yeah, it's good. Uh, what is the next big thing on the docket? Do you have one? Uh, I wish we didn't, but yes, we we do. Um, so the the big thing is that we're, we're, we're thinking of, of adding a, or getting a privacy fence installed. And so... Uh, okay. Yeah, so we've talked about this before, I think, at least kind of just the concept of it. But in the backyard or behind our house, there is the uh, the neighborhood park and it gets a bit loud. But the issue is since we're a corner lot, um, like if you open up the curtains or, or the shades or whatever, um, pretty much anywhere, uh, the, uh, the the exterior or the rear, the rear of our home, like you can just see plain as day everyone out on the streets everyone out at the park and they can very clearly see you too like in the family room for instance there are um windows there are there are four windows um along the back perimeter of the of the uh of the family room kind of on the side the back and then like to the left and the two back windows and the one to the right we just always keep the blinds closed because if you open them up like people are right there like especially the one just to the right if you open that up the sidewalk is like I don't know, five to ten feet away from where you from where you would be sitting on that sofa. So, like, when people would be walking by, like, you know, they catch your eye, or or you you catch their eye, and they'll just like look in, look in. It's like this is awkward. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, um, that's those not are always close. So, yeah, so the um the, the a privacy fence would um basically all that would be enclosed behind the privacy fence. Um, and of course that would then give Gordon the ability to you know 
to spread out in the backyard and, and feel like, you know, he's safe back there. Um, because right now what's, what's the fence, the, the type of fence that's back there, I honestly don't even remember the types or the name of it, but it's the, the ones that have like the, so like there are the posts and then in between each posts there, the posts are like, I don't know, three to four feet high. And the posts are connected with, uh, just two long pieces of log, like between each, each one, they're kind of like waist high, the, like the types that you would see at like the park when you're a kid growing up. So, um, it, it's not for privacy or anything like that. It's really just kind of to, um, to mark your property line effectively. And so we're thinking of, um, of getting a fence installed. So we had some quotes from, from different companies and man, it's expensive to install a fence. And so we've been slightly entertaining the idea of building it our, ourselves. I am less, uh, thrilled about the idea. I think Lane is much more, um, are confident in our abilities to to knock this out but man i am i'm not i'm not sure if How I, would you I feel even as confident that? so i've been watching a lot of youtube videos on it and it's not oh, terribly difficult but it's 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 very laborious it's a lot of work and especially for some people you know we've never done it before so the process would be to demo the existing fence um oh well first you have to you actually have to get a permit for this um i know our hoa doesn't have any issues with it we spoke about it before we actually purchased or even put an offer in on the place and the city itself actually doesn't have an issue with this type of fence either but we just need a permit um, once you get the permit, we can start the demo, the posts that are currently in the, on the, uh, uh, on our land, the, it's so like any, most, most any fence that you put in, you, um, you pour concrete in with it. And so demoing the fence might actually be a little bit more difficult than I initially thought because pulling those posts out could require a fair amount of digging. Um, now after that, you have to, and you start to build your fence. And so we would do it with wood just because that's like the cheapest material you could do it with like, um, um, some type of like vinyl PVC like material, um, you know, you okay. get like the nice like white fences. Yeah. Those I, I think technically might be a little bit easier to install because they just, they, I think they require far less um, like uh, hardware in terms of nails and screws and whatnot. But um, they're also like two to three times the price. So um, yeah, you put the posts in, um, you pull, you have to make sure everything's like nice and straight and aligned. You, you don't want any like, weird gaps. Right. You, uh, you don't want things to be at angled or whatever. So then once you put the post in, you, you can, um, you can, I, I guess there are a few different ways that you can do it. You can either start to build the, the fence itself. Like, so connecting the, the two different posts with like two by fours, or you can, um, solidify the posts in the ground with concrete and soil. Um, and then once you do that, you can, you would basically have three, two by fours, one at the top of the fence, one at the, in the middle, and then one uh, at the bottom. I'm sorry, I said of the fence, but in between the two posts. And then from there, you take the, uh, the panels and you just start screwing or nailing those in, um, to connect and create one, one panel of fence. Now we have about, uh, it'd be like 250 linear feet of fence. So it would take quite a while to build, but I think. I also think once we kind of got into the groove, uh, you know, just once you st once you do like the first one, you kind of get the hang of it. And I think it would be um, something that we'd be able to manage. But um, digging those holes for the fence, for instance, would be would be uh, a bit tiring. <laughs> like yeah, you got to I mean, you got to you got to the part like of like keeping it the, uh, the part of keeping it level would be a, a tough thing. To do. yeah 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 especially for like the first one right um but yeah 
so that that would be the that would be the next project so yeah building it yourself would honestly save like on probably like two-thirds two th like half to two-thirds of the cost so at least entertaining the idea we'll see i mean i can understand that because you're saving so much on like just labor right and so yeah yeah because it's outside of just the cost of material that you're paying for labor and all that stuff and I mean, how long do you think it would take for you to do it on your own? So it would take a company probably like two to three days to do it themselves. Um, it would take because we can't work. You know, we even even on a weekend, it, it would be difficult to like dedicate a whole day to it. I would hope we'd be able to knock it out within a few weeks, though. Like, you know, if if say like after work, able to put like one pant, like, you know, one post up and, and put some concrete in and level that out or something like that, you know, like just make little tiny strides at it every, you know, every day, if possible. Um, that would be great, but we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I'm, re I'm, I'm really not interested. even sure like the best way to approach it, like in terms of planning and why not and whatnot. Like I've seen I've seen people on YouTube do it. Um, there's a few different ways like you can you can rent an auger to drill the holes for the for the posts for instance and that would take out a lot of that like manual work that manual labor of digging these like two feet deep holes um but you also have to be careful for like electrical lines and whatnot so you have to you right. also have to get those like marked um you know cable and electric lines we have like an electrical box near the near the property line so we'd have to make sure that we're not <laughs> gonna accidentally sever those and cause um not just damage uh, that costs us money out of our pocket, but then um, outages for us and any other of our neighbors who happen to be connecting to that specific box too. I mean, this sounds like a recipe for many moments to mess up, at least mm -hmm. if I was in charge of this project. And also knowing that you can't do that much work, like you said, every day, because you obviously have your regular job um, man, I'm very excited and anxious to hear how it goes, and uh, hopefully you'll, you'll keep us uh, updated. Yeah, yeah, we'll do. So yeah, that's it. That's it. That, those are my updates. All right. What do you got going? So I can tell you the story about. So you had a you had a wedding one week ago, uh, two weeks ago. I had two weddings with three separate three separate ceremonies and i can talk about that really quickly wow okay uh, so uh we had two sets of friends get married uh they were both i went to school with both of them uh, i was closer to one in school uh but you know we, we all hang out and all that is stuff it, this now. is college right yeah this is all college okay yeah. okay uh and so the one couple has a wedding in uh, in Portland, Maine, and the other person on the same weekend had a wedding in like uh, Arlington, Massachusetts, which apparently is right outside of Boston. And so, what we ended up deciding was on that Friday, and this is the Memorial Day weekend. So we had Monday off. We also took Friday off, but essentially we drove from New York City up to Portland, and then that first night uh, was welcome drinks for the uh, the one friend, and it was at a brewery. It was nice. We got to meet up with like all of our friends because uh, 
it was like a reason for all of us to get together and we all hadn't gotten together in, in quite a while yeah uh and so we did that and then uh the next morning uh we woke up and we had to get uh dressed up in indian attire uh, because this was a uh, sort of a biracial couple. They were, you know, he is Indian, she is white. And so this couple was going to do like a couple, uh, rather two uh, wedding uh, ceremonies. The first day on uh, Saturday was an Indian ceremony. And then on Sunday was going to be the Western ceremony. Uh, so the Indian ceremony started at uh, 10.30 was the Bharat, so he, he rode a horse, uh, he sort of did a big circle, and then we were all like, you know, dancing around him, and the Indian ceremony was uh, very, you know, a lot of, you know, sort of religious stuff, and the cultural stuff, and so, it was grateful, because we were, you know, the weather held up, we were sitting under a tent, uh, in like this, like, really nice property, uh, and the, uh, I guess the whoever was officiating it was, like, telling us what was going on. Uh, and so he sort of swap in between, you know, languages and tell us in English and then go back to sort of doing it in, uh, in their native language. And so we, uh, and this thing is sort of wrap is, is supposed to wrap up, I'd say around maybe three. And so there's like a couple of dances that have to occur. Uh, and so, you know, we're, we're having a good time. Great Indian food at the wedding. Great Indian food. Nice. Uh, big fan of Indian food. Same. And... We had basically had to jet out because the next wedding we had to drive ninety minutes from uh, from Portland, like fifteen minutes outside Portland, which I was grateful for because I essentially was already out of the city. Right. Uh, and then uh, ninety minutes uh, into Boston, and then into one of their, uh, I guess, one of their suburbs. Now it was crazy because you know we were like, all right, we had to bring all of like a essentially another set of clothing um, to to have in the car. So we were still wearing our Indian clothing while I was driving. And I drove drove through a torrential thunderstorm to get there. I hate and then, that. Yep. Don't love that. But it's funny because just as we were pulling into the venue, uh, the, the, the rains just sort of stopped, which, was, which I was super grateful about. <laughs> and then... We t- go into the trunk. We each take out our clothing. We're essentially going through the service entrance, and we ask the uh, the caterers, like, "Hey, where's the bathroom?" They, they tell us. And so, me and a guy, me and a friend, uh, we like shared one of the accessible stalls just so we could both like change. So yeah. we're like changing out of Indian clothing into a new suit. We had already missed, and we and I, we uh, sort of were prepared for this, and we we let the bride and groom know, but we were gonna miss their ceremony. And uh-uh. we were thinking we were going to miss also the cocktail hour, but we'd be there for reception. Well, okay. thankfully, we got there just as like cocktail hour was like in, the, in the full swing of things. And so we were nice. able to take advantage of a little bit of cocktail hour going into the reception. Uh, and so we, uh, you know, we, we find our seat. We got a lot more friends here. I'm also reconnecting with some folks that, uh, that I hadn't seen literally since college. Uh, so it's good to catch up uh, briefly. And yep. then, you know, danced, ate. Uh, it was in this really, really old, um, like, town hall. So it was really cool because it was like, uh, it felt like I was into Kill a Mockingbird. Uh, where there was like an open area in the, in the center, but then there was like, oh, sort of like stadium seating above. Uh, okay. And 
one thing that was unfortunate was because it had just rained. It was really humid. And the place didn't have AC. And so that was really tough. Uh, jackets were coming off immediately. Uh, <laughs> and But all, overall, it was great to like see people. Earl and Ellen were there. Because uh, oh, nice. they're also really close friends. And so... Uh, and what was also nice was uh, the wedding was essentially done by 10 p.m. So around, and we were also because so our friend in the in this uh, wedding uh, was the bride, and the groom was four years younger, and so most of the uh, the dance floor was, was filled with like younger folks, and we were just joking that like we're no longer the youngest people at a wedding, uh, and so I thought that was pretty funny. But at around like 9:45. We like basically snuck out and like changed again, right? But this time we like my buddy changed into he literally changed into Christmas pajamas. Uh, I changed into like joggers, or rather, I changed into a pair of shorts because then I was gonna bomb it back up to uh, to Portland, Maine, which is ninety minutes. Um, what was crazy was up until this point. So the drive from. Uh, bought, uh, sorry, from New York City to Portland, Maine, and I can quickly look this up. Uh, was anywhere was going to be anywhere between four and a half and seven hours, depending on traffic. Whoa, that's uh, a huge range. Yeah. So let me see. A- AC Hotel Downtown Portland is what you were saying. Um, yep. So if I do the directions from our home, uh, let's see. Just pull this up really quickly. Why is this taking forever? Uh, let's see. Pull a car. Oh, it's because I'm not logged in. Right, right now it says six hours. Uh, rather, four hours and 58 minutes because it's all blue at this point. But that's 300. We basically took three. We drove 311 miles up. Uh, and then uh, the next stop was, I think, another 90 miles and then 90 back and what was great was there was no traffic on the way back so okay. i was basically doing like 85 90 all the way up oh look at you and it's just 95 uh at that point so it's like not hard it's not a hard drive yeah you yeah know? and it, it, thankfully it wasn't a long drive either and to have more people in the car was nice because we can just like all talk and catch up and stuff like that and then um the next day when we got back thankfully the third wedding ceremony of the weekend uh wasn't going to start till 5 30 so we woke up a little bit later we met up with uh some really close friends of ours uh we walked around downtown portland we did some shopping uh we got coffee we got like a seafood lunch uh and it was nice to just like really ease into it uh i think uh you know Carolyn likes to take her time when she gets ready, so she went up a little bit earlier. But then, like, I went to the gym for a little bit with some. Like, it was funny because like a few of us went to the gym together just to, like work out. Um, and then, beautiful Western ceremony on the same sort of premises as where the Indian ceremony was before. Uh, they did a really good job of like really incorporating some local like main cuisine. So at the cocktail hour, there was like oysters. Um, and then there was like a there's this really famous donut shop in town called Holy Donut. Uh, so they had a big table of like these massive, massive donuts. I think she said she ordered a hundred donuts or something. Um, and these are all like full size with like all the fixings. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then so we didn't. I mean, but I'll be honest with you, I had a lot of fun at that wedding. 
but it was also the third wedding in two days and i was like starting to get a little wedding out i was gonna um, say yeah you, so that second wedding were you like full during that reception you know i was i was a little bit full on the drive down uh but because it was a sort of a buffet style like i grabbed a little bit of food okay, uh, okay. so i was able to enjoy it but that's you good know, you, you were able to taste a little of everything. Yeah. Yeah. But, not, but not. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. All right. Sorry for interrupting there. No, no, that's fine. Um, and, you know, it's also just great to see Earl and Ellen, like, at a wedding in Boston together, you know, because the yeah. last wedding that we were both at was their wedding uh, in San Francisco a couple years ago. So uh, always nice to just have a ton of friends at a wedding. As you know, having just come from a wedding yourself, uh, especially like you said uh, last week where you get to like see people that you haven't seen in a while like connecting there is always a ton of fun yeah yeah exactly um, yeah so anyways we're back at you know we're back up in portland and uh great food great drinks uh great dessert good food uh, good music um not my style of music i would say a little bit more billy joel than i would have liked but you know me, i'm always uh, i'm always sending you little slack messages of like how, how the music ought to be yeah, yeah. Um, there's just gonna be like a 35 minute uninterrupted drake uh 35 playlist. uninterrupted oh, yeah 35 boy. minutes of just drake i would uh, love to hear Trevor's thoughts on this on repeat room, really <laughs> really <laughs> oh man no there's gonna be drake in our wedding uh just get used to it get it guy get excited I, I am i am prepared for the drake at your wedding it's just the 30 minutes of an uninterrupted drake that's that's the one i'm not ready for it's gonna be you know marvin's room it's gonna be uh houston atlanta vegas it's gonna just deep cuts it's gonna be a lot of 808s and heartbreaks uh it's really setting the vibe you're gonna right? play pinocchio song at your wedding <laughs> yeah right can you imagine can you imagine so uh, what's uh What's the uh, what's your two first song to me? It's uh, coldest winter. Uh, pop this pop this cassette in. Um, but uh, cassette in. Yeah right. Um, so what's it called? It uh, also it's also been a lot of fun. Just like see how other people are doing their weddings. Just for Carol and I to take notes. Uh, yeah. On some additional things. Uh, just so you know, uh, we just sent out the. Uh, the save the dates so you ought to be like Sweet. you out there should probably be getting it within the week i'd say okay um, but uh but yeah so all in all that we, we drove back and uh it was funny because at the dinner table some of us were like when are you leaving it's memorial day monday right you know the traffic's gonna be horrific when you're leaving and people are like, right oh, you know are you going to the brunch are you going to the breakfast some people are like yeah definitely doing it some people are like no we're gonna try and get out of here a little earlier uh, so I had friends who, like, they didn't get home until, like, maybe 12 or 1 a.m. And then Oof. they were out the door by 7. And they bombed it back and they were to get home by before 11.30, right? Because, like, if, yeah. when you're on the road that early, like, you're, you're basically missing most of the traffic. Yeah. The traffic hasn't had enough time to form yet, right? Right, uh, right. We left, Caroline left a little bit later. We left at around like 10.30. We got we got a coffee. We walked around for a brief bit. And so, okay, so you weren't, yeah. You, but, you, we, but we essentially hit traffic all the way down. Um, I see. Which is a little frustrating because like some other friends left a little bit after us and apparently they didn't hit traffic, which is like, wait, what? Huh. Uh, you explain that to me. Um, Interesting. But, uh, but otherwise. So, so you're just was, unlucky. Uh, it, was, I mean, it was a great, it was a great time. You know, the, the couple put us up. Uh, their like hotel block was in a beautiful, uh, be- not only a beautiful hotel but a beautiful part of town. Like everything was like walkable. 
uh, we went to this uh, bakery called the Standard Bakery or Standard Baking Company. It's like one of the more famous uh, bakeries in downtown Portland. So I went with a close friend of mine who's actually going to be the officiant uh, at, at my wedding. Um, oh, nice. Yeah, she's. Uh, we chose her because it was like uh, we just knew when when I proposed, I was like, you know what. I'm pretty sure I want her to be my officiant just because we've been friends for so long. And, uh, she was also really instrumental in like, uh, you know, cause I went out when I was dating before, you know, whatever you'd call that dating, uh, I wasn't really like bringing anyone around to, to meet friends. But when, you know, I was dating yeah. Carolyn, I was like, oh, I really want you to meet people. And I think, uh, this friend was just like really, really warm and inviting and I just like, you know, made her feel like family pretty immediately. So I just felt like a good person to have as the officiant, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, so yeah, uh, but we, we drove back and, you know, we got all of the years, the entire year's weddings, like, done in one weekend. Wow. So, very happy about that, I'd say. Super happy about that. Yeah, so that's, that's really the, the, the story that I wanted to tell from, from that. Um, we've got some house stuff that's like sort of gurgling right now, um, but not not in a position to share quite yet. Uh, all the balls are still up in the air, uh, but we'll uh, we'll hopefully have some good news and, and some momentum there. Because I know I owe you guys, uh, I know I owe everyone an update, and it's been a while since we've heard it, and I, I'm sure that there's a lot that we could probably dedicate an entire episode to uh, in terms of like everything that we've like experienced up until this point, uh, but. We'll just have to. I'm so we're gonna continue to tease that as part of you know season. I don't know how we would like break up all of our episodes in the particular seasons. Like how would if if I asked you to break up 372 episodes into a number of seasons, how many episodes per season would you give us? Like how many seasons do you think we'd be in? Yeah, it's tough. I don't. I don't. I never think about podcasts in terms of seasons, other than like, other than like uh, special topics like. Like uh, even no skips is like the first one that came to mind. And even that, like you don't, there you don't need a season for that. Like they, those all just kind of flow together just fine. Right. Um, but there's one. Um, anyway, it doesn't matter. How would I break this up? I wonder if like life events make sense, but I, I those are those aren't really spaced out in an even manner. So, yeah. but maybe we don't maybe, need to space it out into even evenly. You know what I mean? Yeah, the only the reason I the only reason I would do that is like you know season one, season two is like the 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 growth that we've had across each season. So maybe it would just be quite simply starting back at like September of whatever year that we started this, like September. I don't know, was it twenty fifteen, sixteen? Twenty fifteen, yeah. Okay, so like just do yearly, just year long seasons that oh, way. Oh yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, because then it's easy to identify without even like looking at an episode number to just know, okay, this was year one, this was year three, or whatever, and just right, see right, right. where each of us were at each points of those uh, of those seasons or years. I mean, each of the each of those years, they they all had some pretty substantial things happen. Yeah, they really did. I mean, a lot. Of, I mean, you, you're clearly ahead of me on a lot of stuff. So, um, <laughs> some ways, and not not necessarily everything. <laughs> well, I mean, in terms of in terms of reaching some pretty major milestones, uh, yeah, yeah, you're, you're definitely uh, a couple of minutes ahead of me in that Nowhere's puzzle. Hey. <laughs> uh, anyways, that's really all I wanted to share this week. I wanted to make sure that I was able to cover the 
the storied weekend because I just I remember when I got the uh, when I got the invite I go oh this is gonna be fun are we gonna be able to do two separate weddings that require essentially two weddings that are sandwiching each other can we do it all in one weekend essentially just do it for the story and I'm glad that we were able to do it and uh, support uh, both sets of friends yeah that's awesome yeah anyway that's all I have for this all right yeah i don't really have i don't have anything else either so should we just wrap it up here then yeah let's do it all right cool well i'm reza i'm sandy thanks so much for listening we'll see you guys next week